You're listening to the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast, where you'll learn simple, actionable strategies from real-world, wildly successful body contouring professionals to help you generate more revenue, realize the profits you deserve, and create the life you desire. I'm Shannon Schimmel. And I'm Kay Overly, and we're your hosts of the Proven Profits Podcast. Welcome back to the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast. I'm Shannon, Kay's here with me, and today in episode 19, we're going to show you how to create cosmic success and an enjoyable life by using the study of human behavior in your election to treat or not to treat. That is the question. We spend so much effort getting patients to come through our doors, right? The more patients, the better. Well, that's why it seems almost counterintuitive to talk about turning patients away. But we should not treat certain difficult patients. Did you know that studies show that most difficult patients end up as unhappy and unsatisfied patients? In fact, studies even show that we as providers make more errors when we're dealing with difficult patients. If you've ever had to deal with an unhappy patient, you know what we're talking about. It ruins your day, and in most cases, it's going to cost you too. So how do we identify these difficult patients and determine the degree of their difficulty? And how do we decide who we treat and who we send packing? And finally, how do we say no when we really need to? We'll answer all of those questions for you in this episode as we show you how to use the study of human behavior in your decisions to treat or not to treat, and how doing so will lead to more success and a happier life. We'll explore behavioral characteristics that may be clues to a problem patient, and then we'll take a deep dive into several personality traits you may or may not want to treat, followed, of course, by how to say no when you decide it's best for your practice. Okay, kicking off with behavioral characteristics that may indicate potential problems. So when the patient's critical of care provided by other providers, that's a big one. If they're criticizing other providers for their care in the past, chances are you're going to just follow in that chain. Or when a patient already seems to know it all. You know, usually that's an indication that they're closed-minded. They're not going to listen to anything that you have to say. Also be alert for the patient who has a history of moving around from provider to provider. These usually are not loyal patients. Uh, They don't see the value in the quality that you deliver, and instead they're chasing a deal. Or when a patient tells you she's had other treatments that didn't work, such as a patient that had liposuction and said, well, that didn't work. Well, that could be a huge indication of their unrealistic expectations. You know, these are all certainly warning signs and pretty big red flags. But in our opinion, none of these 
behavioral characteristics alone should completely eliminate a person as your potential patient. But what you really need to do is take a closer examination, use effective communication techniques to elicit more information so you can make the proper judgment. So now it's time to look at personality types. We've divided potential personality types that could be problems into two categories, one and two. So the personality types that fall into category one call for closer examination, and you may end up saying no, but category two personality types, in our opinion, should have a presumption of do not treat. So category one, this is evaluate these patients closely, pay special attention, and carefully weigh the pros and cons of treating, then make your decision to treat or not to treat. So we have the hoppers. These are patients that we've We've touched on these types already. These patients choose providers solely on price, not value or quality. They follow the deals and have no loyalty. But be careful not to put this label on a patient who is on a budget and is just wanting to get a good value. Then you have body dysmorphic disorder. We really don't see this type of patient much at all in body contouring. I mean, when you think about it, most of us do have fat that we could eliminate or um, curves that we could enhance. But you do need to be alert if there is no fat to reduce or curves to enhance. And then you certainly don't treat someone who doesn't need treatment. But if fat is present, even if it's a minimal amount, if curves could be enhanced, even if ever so slightly, then consider treating because we shouldn't make judgment on someone who doesn't need much versus someone who needs a lot of improvement. And then you have those patients that have high anxiety or are ultra nervous and insecure. These patients require an excessive amount of reassurance and explanations. They can really drain your time and your team's time. So it's best to make a special plan for this patient. If you decide to treat these patients, prepare for more hand-holding and uh, maybe do more follow-up appointments. You may be answering their calls all the time, so just be prepared for that. And the final personality type in category one is the VIP. And this person's status as a VIP can be real or it can be imagined or maybe exaggerated. This type of person is prone to expect special treatment, both in accommodations and in payments due to their status. They'll tell you about all the friends and fans that they're going to send to you if they get good results. So if you have a situation like this, make sure you demand that this person bring to the table exactly everything she's going to promise. Make sure she can deliver and have her deliver something before you agree to it. Sometimes these deals may be good. Sometimes they may just be hagglers. Now let's look at those personality types that have a presumption of do not treat. These are the category two personality types. 
starting with patients with unrealistic expectations. These patients may be difficult to detect or it could or the patients could make it clear that they have unrealistic expectations. Either way, you must make a determination on every patient. You may not discover you may not even discover the problem until after you've treated. These patients will most likely never be satisfied. And then you have the negative or angry patients. You know the type, the negative Nancys. No matter what, they display that negative mental outlook. Nothing is on the sunny side or the bright side. Well, you may not be able to satisfy this patient due to this negative outlook on life. But if you do choose to treat, you need to be aware and know that this patient's going to require special handling. Then we have those hagglers or negotiators that want or demand a deal and they compare competitor pricing. They may proclaim dissatisfaction with results to get some kind of freebie. We even had a patient that after the uh, consultation, she was saying oh, she demanded a certain price and uh, she just kept saying, I'm walking out the door now. I'm walking out the door. And she was going to leave if we didn't um, if if we didn't match that price. Well, see you later because we didn't match that price. Yeah, this problem this patient would have just been a problem. And so you tell her no. And so what happens the day that it does happen that you're gonna tell a patient no? and you identify that patient that you don't want to treat, how do you say no? Well, this way. You're going to use the same process to say no to any patient, regardless of the personality type, the behavior, or the reason. But you're never going to place blame on the patient. You're always going to accept the blame for yourself. And you're going to end up saying something like, I just don't think we're going to be able to make you happy here and you end it. Oftentimes, these patients will protest and say, oh, but I think you will. You need to stick to your guns. You trust your gut initially, stick with your gut. So your action step for this episode, will you have an ironclad rule for who not to treat or a process to make that determination? If you have a process, consider which behaviors and personality types which your practice will place extra scrutiny and then those that you're definitely going to say no to. Then develop your process for evaluating these patients and make sure that you delegate that responsibility for making that decision to treat or not to treat. And what if you developed this great process and followed it to a T? but you failed to detect a potential problem. How do you resolve that patient's complaints? Well, stay tuned because we're diving in and answering that question in our next episode. Be sure and hit subscribe so you don't miss it. Bye for now from Kay and Shannon at the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast.